back to the Doggy Juice Pod. This is episode number 154, Friday, January 5th, 2024. And Happy New Year to all you listeners out there. I hope you all enjoyed your holiday season and had a great New Year's. And as always, thank you for making the Doggy Juice Pod a part of your week, the first week of the new year. It's been a busy start to the new year here in the Doggy Juice household, so I'll have a, a very quick episode for all of you this week. I'll briefly touch on some college hoops. I'll talk about the college football playoff national championship game between Michigan and Washington, and then move over to the NFL as we get ready for the final weekend of the regular season. And then, of course, we'll close out the pod with our official Doggy Juice Pod NFL teaser of the week after moving to 10-6 and six on the season, following last week's cash with the Saints and the Chiefs' legs. Let's get going. Starting out with college hoops, the Ken Palm Top 10 as of Friday morning, January 5th. Houston, Purdue, Arizona, BYU, Yukon, Alabama, Tennessee, Illinois, Duke, and Auburn. But there's plenty of teams in the mix this year, as I've brought up in previous podcasts since the season started. And in fact, I'd have Ken Palm's 20th ranked team, Florida Atlantic, only about a two-point dog on a neutral versus number 10 Auburn, Ken Palm, number 10 Auburn. So there's tons of parity this year and really a lot of teams that can win it all uh, come March. And it's going to be a really fun March Madness, certainly setting up to be that way. We're now in the conference part of the college hoop schedule, of course, after the holidays, uh, teams coming out of the holidays and in finals week. And there's lots of new considerations and things to keep in mind. And for a little peek behind the curtain on my own process when it comes to incorporating home court advantage in college hoops, and especially at this time of year with home court advantage, there's a lot more nuance to it than I think a lot of people realize. And I recommend checking out last week's Props and Hops podcast when I went on with friend of the pod, Matt Landis. I know I shared this last week because it was, it was uh, about a little over a week ago, but I shared some of that secret sauce on that episode um, in terms of home court advantage. And as we close out the football season, I, I will focus you know, a little a lot more on college hoops, of course. I'll be doing a lot more of that, uh, sharing that type of stuff here on the Doggy Juice Pod as well. But be sure to check out last week's Props and Hops show for that little nugget on, on uh, home court advantage in college hoops. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Getting all swollen. We have our college football playoff national championship on Monday night, of course, with Michigan taking on Washington. Michigan opened four and a half point favorites. Some initial early money moved Washington down to plus three and a half, but then it went a tick right back to four and a half almost immediately after that happened, which is where we're sitting now at the time of recording this on Friday morning. The total is sitting at 56 and a half consensus off an opener of 55. And for me, it's all about Michigan on this game. I already have a small position on Michigan Moneyline, but I will be adding to it uh, closer to kickoff. Um, and it's at, let's see, minus 195 consensus is what I'm seeing as, as I'm recording this. DraftKings of all the uh, legal regulated books here in the U.S. are their lowest at minus 192. But call this one good at minus 200 or better on the Wolverines to win the game outright. Looking back at my numbers, I would have made Michigan almost exactly a 10-point favorite. 9.8, actually, on a neutral at the end of the regular season. And even after some adjusting on Washington and boosting their rating a bit, I'm still arriving at close to 7 on this game. And I'm not, I didn't downgrade Michigan, of course, for getting here to the championship game. Uh, but Washington, I, I did boost their rating a bit, but I just can't see how this line is this low. I think the market agrees. I wouldn't be surprised to see it come back up even more. 
Um, you're seeing some public money, of course, some reports out there, you know, some of the books that only take public money, so you have to take it with a grain of salt, you know, um, like MGM, for example, won't take a bet from anybody that has a pulse, and they're, of course, reporting massive, you know, splits on, on um, people taking the dog here uh, on the spread the, on Washington. So, But I'm still arriving at, at close to seven on a neutral on this game, so I definitely think Michigan is the right side here, have already gotten to play, and will for sure be adding... Uh, more on the money line, and if this ticked down, you know, at three, this is like a full-on, like, full-on position, one of my bigger positions, even at four, uh, it's a full-on position, I don't know if we're going to get that minus four, but um, at four and a half, you know, I'd start, definitely not the worst bet you can make, just playing the spread there, but I think the money line is the route here, and the favorite money line phenomenon in big, high-profile games is something I've been talking about here on the Doggy Juice Pod for over five years now. And just to remind some new listeners who aren't really aware of it, you see this phenomenon uh, with you know the Super Bowl usually every year, especially with uh, with a bit of a bigger favorite. It's really it's the case any year, but probably even more so with a bigger favorite, where people just you know your average Joe who obviously doesn't move the market during a normal you know, NFL week, but in big high profile games with so much volume, the public can actually have a bit of an impact on on a point spread in a total. Not much, and it's not you know, a guarantee, of course, to have. It's it's nuanced, of course, but you do get a lot of public money, of course, on games like this. And the average Joe is fine with laying the spread, you know, laying a four and a half, but it's really hard to get someone to lay, you know, $195 to win 100 or even you know, split that in half. Guys usually don't want to bet you know a lot to win a little, which is the case here betting the Michigan money line, although it is pretty damn cheap, I think. Uh, of course, south of minus 200, but... Um, so what you'll see is you'll see people that are looking to back Michigan take them on the spread, but you will see the money line, the plus price, come into play a lot more for the average Joe betters as well. We'll be looking to you know, take the plus money on the money line with Washington, which can create a little bit of value on the money line versus the spread. And I always tell people to use free tools that allow you to do a spread money line converter to see which is the better bet. And Unabated, is they do a great job at that, and that's a free resource you can use over at Unabated. You just plug in what the spread is and what the total is too, because the total does have an impact on what, you know, what that output should be. But uh, in a game with a typical, this is a very typical college football total in the mid-50s here, and you can see if you plug into a situation like that, four and a half point favorite um, should be closing a little bit higher, most likely on the money line than you're going to see with Michigan. So you might even see this one tick back down a little bit, minus 180, minus 170 even. We'll see what we what ends up happening in the marketplace. But you could see that phenomenon here that wouldn't normally happen over the course of the regular season. But in a game as high profile as this, you're going to get a cheaper Michigan money line relative to the spread, most likely. Nothing's set in stone in this whole business, but um, that's what I'm looking at. I will for sure be on or adding my position on the Michigan money line in the national championship. But call it good at minus 200 or better, basically laying you know two to one that they're going to win the game outright. Don't have to sweat the spread that way. You just have them have to have Michigan win the game at the end, of course, to cash your ticket. So. Michigan money line on Monday night. Moving on to the NFL, that's week 18, the final week of the NFL regular season. And obviously some teams are resting their starters, and that's a a well-known thing by the public. Every talking head out there is talking about team motivations and incentives, contract incentives in particular, heading into this week. The only thing I'll say is... Be careful with that stuff and look into bet angles like that. Not only are odds makers aware of this stuff, the contract incentives, 
but more importantly, the, the betting public is well aware of it as well and pricing accordingly. So just keep that in mind. There's a lot of, a uh, lot of talk out there, but I'll just leave it at that. I don't want to even delve into that, that whole world right now, but, um, Moving on, we're 10-6 and six on the season on our official Doggy Juice Pod NFL Teaser of the Week after winning with the Saints and the Chiefs last week. It's been a nice year for our teasers here on the podcast. We've only passed on one week this year, of course. That was two weeks ago in Week 16. But this week we will have one to close out the NFL regular season. And for any new listeners out there, anyone not aware of Advantage NFL Teasers, also known as Stanford Wong Teaser, um, Everyone and their uncle knows about this now, it seems, this year. But if you can take two NFL teams and tease them through the key numbers of 7-3 and three on both legs of a two-team six-point NFL teaser, as long as you're laying minus 120 juice or less, which is, of course, more difficult to come by now, then you can find a nice mathematical edge. And uh, it's been something that you know, people have been playing for quite a few years now. I've been talking about it in the Doggy Juice Pod for over five years now. It seems like now is really... <laughs> it's, it's a time when... Everyone and their uncle knows about it. Like I said, you're seeing books price this accordingly. There's no more books in Vegas that allow you to, you know, to that put it in playable range. Uh, and then some books and regulated books in the U.S. are offering dynamic pricing to change their pricing to make it more expensive when you're teasing through those key numbers. But there is one book, DraftKings, that allows you, uh, in terms of legal regulated books, that allows you to get these at minus 120 still. And then if you're lucky enough in faraway places, you can get even less. So if you have minus 110 on these teasers then uh, cherish it as long as you can because I don't think it's going to last too much longer, especially with totals dropping in the NFL like like they have been this year, uh, you know, just reducing the variance in some of these games. It's, uh, it's, it's certainly a wonderful thing working on teasers, and it's, they've been good to us this year. And this week we have a few candidates on the Week 18 card. I'll run through them here, and then we'll, we'll uh, finish up with our, our selection for the week for our final NFL teaser of the week on the Doggy Juice Pod. But starting with the Colts, you can get them from plus one and a half up to plus seven and a half in a ton of spots as of the time of this recording for legal books, DraftKings, FanDuel, and some others, Bet Online as well. But I wouldn't quite call it one and a half consensus. There's some spots at one, it's about a 50 50. So, um, and honestly, I would have rather teased the Texans up when this line was flipped earlier in the week and get, got them up through the three and the seven because I do lean the Texans in this one. But there are worse things you could do. Uh, than teasing the Colts up to plus seven and a half this weekend if you're able to do so. My favorite leg of the week, I'm just going to come out with that now, but it's the Jets from plus two up to plus eight against New England. And a lot of spots are still sitting at two on this. Some are at two and a half, like like DraftKings, two and a half with a little added, added juice on the dog on this. Some are at one and a half, but I'll call it two consensus because that's that's really easy to find. And, and uh, two or north of two is is still the prevalent number here. Um, in this game. So call it from plus two up to plus eight. Uh, I really like this one. It's a low total at 30 and a half with the weather and actually lean the under, which of course reduces the variance in this game. But yeah, Jets, when you tease them up from plus two to plus eight, you're just asking them to keep it a one score game in a very low variance game against the Patriots. Not a typical teaser, just like our Chiefs leg last week, but the Bengals from minus seven down to minus one. The real reason why I'm bringing that up is I'm seeing my odds board start to light up a little bit on this one, actually. I wouldn't be surprised if we see this one at 7.25, which of course means, you know, minus seven with added juice on the favorite, or even minus seven and a half on the Bengals soon enough, if not later on Friday after uh, we get more injury report news. But you can tease the Bengals down to minus one right now and essentially ask them just to win this game outright at home against the Browns. Uh, which is a pretty good look right now. Browns, of course, resting guys ahead of their their uh, their playoff matchup next week. But 
Um, I thought I'd be including the Broncos on here on the road against the Raiders with the lower total at 37, but you can find three now. You can easily find plus three out there at minus 115 juice on Denver, and taking the three with the Broncos is the better move here if you are so inclined. I'm not going to tease them up here when you can easily find that plus three that goes against what we preach. And then finally, the Dolphins. Uh, that, that was at three now. I thought I agree with the move. I thought three was too much in that game. Of course, this is a super high-variance game, and the motivation motivations can change a little bit depending on the early results um, and what's happening on, on the same day. I'm seeing most spots at uh, Bills minus 2.5, laying minus 120. So that's why I'm saying Dolphins plus 2.75 there. But too high-variance a game for me to uh, to get involved in the teaser in that one. So... You could probably guess it, but the official Doggy Juice Pod NFL teaser of the week for NFL Week 18, the final week of the regular season, is the Jets from plus 2 up to plus 8 against the Patriots, paired with the Bengals. Let's get them from minus 7 down to minus 1 at home against the Browns. If it ends up being 7.5 by the time you hear this, tease it down to 1.5. But let's only do this for half a unit. I'm not the biggest fan of the Bengals' leg. I love the Jets' leg, though. So if you have a a spot that allows open teasers, then I'd I'd definitely shift a bit more exposure to that side, the Jets. But yeah, let's call it Jets from plus 2 up to plus 8, paired with the Bengals from minus 7 down to minus 1 as our official Doggy Juice Pod NFL Teaser of the Week to close out the 2023-2024 NFL regular season. Go DJ! All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Doggy Juice Pod. As always, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Doggy Juice. As I always say, if you enjoyed listening to this, all I ask is just take 5-10 seconds just to rate the Doggy Juice Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Even leave a review if you're so inclined. But better yet, Share it with a friend, someone who you think might be interested in learning about the latest in state-by-state sports betting legalization or just how to become a sharper sports better during these very exciting times in the industry. If you all haven't heard the episode from last week yet, definitely give it a listen. I brought on Justin Mater, a former intern of mine at PlayUp, who is now head of gambling operations at the Professional Pickleball Association, and we uh, talked about... Uh, recap some stories about 2023, the biggest stories in the sports betting industry, and then looked ahead at what we're expecting to see in 2024. Uh, it's an awesome interview with Justin, so be sure to check that out from last week if you haven't listened yet. But otherwise, thank you all for listening. Happy New Year, and good luck on your action this weekend. Find those cheap Michigan money lines, and I'll talk to you all again next week. Doggy Juice out. Doggy Juice out.